and it's a great good morning. Just gone six o'clock, and uh, it's pitch dark down here in the Cape. And I presume up country, it's uh, it's bright and early already. Good morning, and all around the world, wherever you may be listening. On behalf of each and every one of us, on the teams at the Cape Pulpit and Radio Pulpit, be blessed with the joy of the Lord today. Be blessed. What did Jesus say about rejoicing in the Lord? What did Jesus say? John eleven twenty five and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He or she who believes in me will live, even though he or she dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Romans eight thirty-five to thirty-nine. St. Paul wrote to the Italian Christians in Rome, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or sword or danger? No. As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to ask you a question as God's child Can a Christian rejoice when things get bad? Can Christians rejoice when things go wrong? What is the biblical meaning of rejoicing in the Lord, in the resurrection power of our Christ Jesus? What does it mean for a Christian to give joy in difficult situations gone wrong? What is the message that the Bible tells us from God's heart on rejoicing? And I mean always, as the Bible says. What are the benefits of rejoicing in the Lord always for a Christian? Is your life sometimes filled with trouble? Oh, perhaps you will say, well, my life is filled with trouble all the time. Do good friends turn out to be not such good friends after all? Have you been passed over for promotion at work? Are you separated from your family because of your faith? Or perhaps people have ridiculed you because of your Christian faith. Maybe you have suffered some serious physical handicap. Maybe you are going through a very difficult time of illness. 
or even maybe you have suffered disfigurement. What can you and I, God's children, by the grace of Jesus Christ, do about it when the things in life goes wrong and when the going in life really gets tough? When we have to do crisis management in an hour of toughness. Well, you can always curl up. Curl up and feel very sorry for yourself. But then it's about you and yourself. Or you can hate the whole rotten world or your situation. And everybody and everything in it. Why not? Isn't, it isn't good. None of it. Look what the things that go bad have done to you, to your health, to whatever. On the other hand, maybe there's another thing you can do. And the Bible teaches us, you and I can rejoice. You and I can rejoice, says the word of the Lord. The biblical meaning of rejoicing in the Lord simply means putting joy in your work. Putting joy in who you are, in your being, in your name. Putting joy there to testify that even in the most difficult situation, it's not my own little me, myself, and I throwing a tantrum and throwing the popper out of the pram. But I testify by the grace of Christ who bore his cross. And when he couldn't go any further, Simon from Serena carried that cross for him. And he was crucified. He died. He was buried. But he rose again, as John says. And in his resurrection power, joy of death being overcome by everlasting life, I put joy in Jesus' name into the work that I have to do. Because it's not about my, me, myself, and I, my acne. It's in Jesus' rejoicing that I can declare that sorrow and bad situations and bad things will not win. What does it mean when I rejoice biblically in life as God's child? It's to be glad, not to go hip-hopping around. You can be rejoicing even through your tears. Oh, and I have this wonderful metaphor in my heart, and I want to share it again. I have done it over the years. Through my tears, through my tears, I can rejoice. 
Because when I cry, then there breaks a new color into life. You remember at school when you had that prisma? And all the colors, the white light, comes in at the one side. And when uh, the white light is broken, it breaks into all the other colors. Of such brightness that you even cannot understand it. You remember the spectrum. The red, the orange, the yellow, the green, the blue, the indigo, the violet at the other side. The one side of the prisma crystal. White light comes in. We, we, we were taught that in, 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 uh, was it uh, biology or science class? I can't remember. At school, white light coming in at the one side of the prism. And then it breaks when it goes through the prism. Into the red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet colors. That's what rejoicing does. Even when I go through difficult times and bad situations and when everything is going wrong, when I rejoice in the Lord, even through my tears, I can see and I take my tears as the prism. And the one side, the white light comes in. And say, for instance, that's all the trouble. But through Jesus' grace, it breaks into all the beautiful colors of red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. And it gladdens my inner being. And my brain delights with the intransitive verb of being glad in the joy of the Lord. And the message on rejoicing is always to glorify God, to praise God in all circumstances, good and bad. And that's the biblical testimony. That's the biblical, biblical truth. Because we know that He is our Heavenly Father who is working all things together for our good, even when things are difficult, when we can still give thanks to God for the many blessings He has poured out on us. And then the Bible tells us there are so many benefits of rejoicing in the Lord always. As a believer in Christ Jesus, we have eternal life and can never lose eternal life. We are one with Christ. Jesus has paid every sin we have ever done and ever will commit. He, he has paid for every one of those sins. God himself is my Father. There is absolute no condemnation for us in Christ. No condemnation in Christ. Even though everything goes wrong, we are no longer slaves of sin or under its dominion. 
And I ask you again, is your life sometimes filled with trouble as God's child? How do you react? Is your me, myself, and I, as we say in Afrikaans, my so on the throne of my life that that I simply just throw out the popper out of my pram, the dolls out of my pram, even throwing a tantrum and screaming and going off my mind and throwing things about as they do in the movies. Perhaps you have done it as well. You've been passed over for promotion at work. Whatever the situation may be, you are ill, perhaps seriously ill, physically handicapped or disfigured. Do not curl up and feel sorry for yourself. And if you cry, cry towards God in Christ. And when you cry towards God in Christ, whatever your situation may be, the white light, take it, that crystal prism, will break into the colors of red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Through your tears, and you you will experience the power of God's Holy Spirit in a way you have never, ever experienced it. As Paul said, I can rejoice in all things, always. And he isn't, he isn't crazy. And you will not be crazy as a Christian. No matter what happens, we are called by the grace of Christ. Take the words of the apostles, especially in the book of Acts. Read with me John 11:25 to 26 where Jesus said to that girl, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. He who ever lives and believes in me will never die. Being a Christian means to believe in Jesus, accepting him as your savior in all situations. Go and read Paul. And then you and I are Christians. We have everlasting life. But being a Christian also means to live in Christ's grace and in God's love and in the power of the Holy Spirit and nothing can ever separate us from that love of God and I say it again don't believe all the motivational nonsense of WhatsApp little images being sent to you on little WhatsApp groups the wings of an angel on a little WhatsApp image. It can give you a good feeling for a moment, but it won't sustain you through situations in life when it goes wrong. Only God's Word. Who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Paul wrote 
to the Italian Christians in Romans 8:35 to 39 shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword verse 36 of Romans 8 says for your sake we face death all day long we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for I'm convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. I remember last year, my very elderly mother. She was a wonderful Christian lady. She taught me how to rejoice. My mom, called Tinny Else. She died last year, and I had the privilege to bury her as Dumani. And the last time I saw her in her coffin, Yeah, she wasn't there anymore. It was only her body. It reminded me what she taught me when I was a little boy of, say, about three or four in the streets of Craddock in the Eastern Cape. Sing a song when you are afraid, my little boy, she taught me. When it's dark at night, you are afraid of the darkness and the night. Sing a joyous song. She taught me, because she was a, brought up in the Baptist church before she married my dad, and she taught me little songs of rejoicing. And when I looked at her face in her coffin, the last time before we buried her, it came to me. She is rejoicing, even in death, because what my mother taught me from the Bible, I am convinced that neither death nor life can ever separate me from the love of God in Christ. There's more. Revelation 21.4 tells me, He will wipe every tear from my eye. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. And when I as God's child truly believe these things, we are able to rejoice even in the worst circumstances. When things get bad, when things go wrong, Let's rejoice to the glory of God alone. Amen.